Thank you for joining us at Rhema for Today Radio. John, the 16th chapter, the 23rd and 24th verses. Just before Jesus went away to go to the cross, to bleed and die, to be raised from the dead, to ascend on high, to obtain an eternal redemption for us, to eventually ascend on high and sit down at the right hand of the Father, where he ever liveth to make intercession for us. He said, in that day, that day we're living in now, that day that began back there then, in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, see the name of Jesus is not in this prayer. So he changes the way of praying. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, What Jesus Taught About Prayer, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We need to realize that when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, when thou shut the door, Pray to your Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. In other words, what he's saying is that prayer is primarily something between you and the Lord. Hallelujah. Now then, let's go a little further. But you see, he said, you know, those that uh, pray to be seen of men, they've got their reward. The Father, God's not going to reward them. Now the next verse. But when you pray, still talking about prayer now, and these principles still apply to us today. When you pray, use not vain repetitions. You know, repetition, saying the same thing over and over and over again. As the heathen do. He said that's the way the heathen do. I've seen a lot of heathen Christians in, haven't you? For they think, now listen, they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Now you know that same kind of thinking has, has rubbed off on us because you hear people a lot of times. Well, if we could just get enough people praying, that's what it's going to take. I've heard people in days gone by in the altars in Pentecostal church tell people, pray louder so God will hear you. <laughs> well, if God heard you because you prayed louder, then it would be a good thing, you know, to get the microphone, turn the amplifier up. <laughs> get real loud about it. No, God doesn't hear you because you pray loud. He doesn't hear you because you prayed quietly. He hears you because you believe him. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and so uh, folks have all kind of foolish notions. You know, if we could just get enough people praying, that's what we need to do. Did you ever stop to think about it? Just examine the Bible now and forget about human reasoning and human thinking. Did you ever stop to think about it that uh, Jesus said, we're going to get to that just a little bit later here now. Jesus said, biggest crowd he ever mentioned was two. He said, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it shall be done to them of my Father which is in heaven. 
Amen? Now, now, I wonder why he said that. Well, now, you'll notice in the Old Testament, Scripture similar to this, that one will put a thousand, two will put ten thousand to fight. Glory to God. Jesus is saying that two in agreement can get the job done. It's a whole lot easier to get a two in agreement than it is twenty. Amen? I'm going to be honest with you. I appreciate people praying, and, and we should have prayer meetings, and we do. But like, a, like I'm saying, if that prayer meeting is going to be the beginning and the end result of all of our praying, then we might as well forget it. But I'll be honest with you, those that got the job done became the most efficient in praying were a small group, a handful. Because it's so much easier to get that group in agreement than it is a larger group. And then particularly where your crowds is, is a changing. So therefore you have to meet those people on a different level in, in teaching and so on and so forth. Now, they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. If I could just pray long enough. Might eventually, you know, talk God in the notion of doing something. No, listen. Be ye not therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Now, he said to ask him, all right, but he knows. You see, you didn't tell him anything. Glory to God. He already knew it anyhow. Well, why pray then? If he already knows it, why don't he do something? Well, one reason, because he said to, praise God. That's the way he does things. Then Jesus went on. Now, like, like I said, he was speaking to those people present then, but the same principles apply to us today. Then in the same chapter, he went right on saying to them, After this manner, therefore, pray ye. That's the ninth verse. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, you, you see, that's what we call the Lord's Prayer. And many people think that that is the new, as we've said many times, the New Testament norm for the church to pray today. But it isn't at all. It isn't at all. Now, I didn't say it isn't beautiful. I didn't say you can't learn something from it. I said that's not the church at prayer. You see, the name of Jesus is not in that prayer, is it? You don't pray anything in that prayer in the name of Jesus. Now, you see, here is a prayer that Jesus gave to the disciples to pray during that interim when the old covenant's going out and the new one's coming in. So then just before he went away, John the 16th chapter, the 23rd and 24th verses, just before Jesus went away to go to the cross to bleed and die, to be raised from the dead, to ascend on high, 
to obtain an eternal redemption for us, to eventually ascend on high and sit down at the right hand of the Father, where he ever liveth to make intercession for us. He said, in that day, that day we're living in now, and that day that began back there then, in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, see the name of Jesus is not in this prayer. So he changes the way of praying. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Now notice the 24th verse. Hitherto. Hitherto. Hitherto means up till this time. Till now, you've asked nothing in my name. So that's the reason, you see, here at the beginning of his ministry, he said to the disciples, you pray after this manner. Now at the end of his ministry, when another day is coming, he changes their way of praying. Can you see that? I said, can you see that? So he said, hitherto, you've asked nothing in my name. See, in this, what we call the Lord's Prayer, you don't ask anything in his name. So he said, hitherto you've asked nothing in my name. Now ask, glory to God, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Christ's law of prayer may be thus summarized. See, there are some things we learn here now that bless us and help us. Number one, he grounds prayer upon relationship. He said, when you pray, say, Our Father. That's relationship, isn't it? Hallelujah, Our Father. Paul said, there in Ephesians 3, 14, For which cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Now, you see a lot of folks just glibly say, well, God's the father of all of us. No, he isn't. He's the creator of all of us. But he's not the father of all of us. Amen. Amen. Jesus said in John 8, 44, to the Pharisees, who were the very strictest sect of the Jewish religion, they lived the strictest life. Paid tithes even. He mentions about them paying tithes of all that they possess. Paying tithes of even herbs, anus and cumin. And yet he said to those Pharisees in John eight forty four, Ye are of your father the devil. Well, he meant the devil's their spiritual father. The devil certainly wasn't their physical, natural father. So you see, prayer is based on relationship. Thank God I've come into the family of God. Hallelujah. Now, in this so-called Lord's Prayer, Christ gives us an incomparable model for all prayer. First, it's based on relationships. Secondly, it teaches us that right prayer begins with worship. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagin entitled The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer. The power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagen, the four-CD set entitled, Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, Living Faith Crusades are coming up. Oh, yeah. August 18th through the 20th, we are going to be in Seacock, Massachusetts. Faith Christian Center, Pastor John and Anita Pfeffer there. And then we're going on August 21st through the 23rd to Schenectady, New York. Yeah. And uh, that is a, at Abounding Grace Christian Church with Pastor Jay and Pamela Stillinger. So you can go online and look for the times and the locations. Locations, find everything. That's Just right. go online to rhema.org and you can find out all that That's information. Right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. <laughs> 